All right, guys, welcome back to Tampa Bay Cop Talk. We are back. The Premier League is back. The world is recovering, kind of sort of. We're starting to get back to normal. I'm Darius. That's Andrew. That's David. What's up, guys? What's going on? It's good to, it's good to be back. Oh, my goodness. How, how are we feeling, boys? We're getting football back, Premier League football back. It's not just Bundesliga. It's not some random league off in the other weird country in the world. It, it's actually English it's not football. the K League. Yeah. Not, yes. No, no I, mean, I don't know mistake. about you guys, but I, I'm over the moon. Um, you know, uh, something to something to watch. You know, I'm tired of yeah. Netflix at the moment. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm like running out of content, so I need yeah. something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, we've been through no, all of Netflix it, and everything, man. Goodness. It's good to be back. It'll be good to see them play a competitive game again and to start against Everton. Sure. Couldn't be much and, better than and that. Not only that, but it's a good, it's a good happiness distraction, you know, from what's going on in the world today. Um, you know, to yeah. bring some levity, so to speak. So yeah, I'm, I'm highly looking forward to it. Yeah. So as we're getting back into games, one of the things that's coming up for a lot of people is changing their routine. So preference of viewing, like this is going to be something where a lot of people are normally going out to pubs to watch with a bunch of people. People go to games, obviously. It's now a made-for-television product strictly where we're going to have crowd noise pumped in. I know that that's been a whole talking point, especially over in England. What are you guys kind of thinking about the way you're going to be viewing games? Are, are you looking to jump in on a Zoom call with a bunch of people? Are you looking to just sit in isolation? Um, are you ready to go back out, put on a mask, and go hang around other people at, at the pub? I mean, what's your guys' viewing preference for these games upcoming? Uh well, for like the upcoming ones where it's still, you know, we're going to win the title. Uh, I think I'm probably going to go out and wear a mask and be around some people. Once we do it, though, I think I'll probably scale that back because the numbers are, are going one way, right? Like here in Florida, we've just mishandled this whole crisis and people are getting sick in ever-growing numbers. So I think after it's, it's done, you know, we'll celebrate at some point, but like there's only going to be X amount of people going out anyways. So the big celebration is always going to come later. For me, once it's done, I'm going to kind of like scale it back because this thing is serious. Like if you read the accounts of people who have had it, you don't want it. So I'm just going to, uh, yeah, I'll do these first couple because, you know, we're going to win a title and it's the end of a 30 year drought and I don't want to do it in my living room. But at the same time, like, okay, once it's done and we've had that feeling, I'm going to, like, pull back a little bit and just play it smart. But I think I, I would encourage everybody to do the same, but, I mean, everybody's, you know, do what you like. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more there, but, you know, part of me wants to just, like, get my camping gear, get rolled up in a sleeping bag, <laughs> and, <laughs> and not and just be away from everyone. Um, but no, I, I think I'm, I'll do the same thing as you said, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of too excited. Uh, we were saying off air that, you know, yesterday, for example, was my birthday. This is the, like the first time to see Liverpool play a regular season game, or hopefully it's the only time around my birthday. So it's kind of exciting not to mention it's a derby. So yeah, I want to, David, I want, I want to see you in person, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'll do that. I think I, I, think I have gloves and, and the mask, so I'll do the whole thing. And then as you said, if we're playing, you know, Burnley away uh, I mean you know what I mean I'll, I'll you know I can watch it at home you know yeah via, we'll do this, TV you know? or something you know so yeah you know, we'll as I said once it's done and Harvey Elliott is starting then 
you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. But, yeah, the first two games, the, yeah, I would like to be around people. But that being all said, though, I think who was it who told me that, like, Nashville, uh, their LOL, you know, their club, they did it. They watched a game or something, then they were doing um, – back in March, they were doing it very social distancing, like where they had seven feet between people and whatnot. So even if we would go to the game uh, recent or, you know, and soon, you know, these games coming up, I think we can still do it to where, you know, I'm not going to give yeah. you a high five when Bobby puts in the, the game winner, you know. I'm going to – you know, it's going to be a long-distance high-five. We're right? going to, like, shout at each other from six feet away. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we can – I think it's possible. I think, you know, of course, here in Tampa, our venues are very small. Sure. So we may have to spread out and be creative. Like, today, you know, we're meeting at Five Star Dive Bar because the heights didn't get back open in time. Sure. Um, but if, there, if it starts to get crowded in there, I was going to tell people to go to Red Star Seminole Heights. Like, we just have to have venues so that we can spread out Mm-hmm. And make sure, because, you know, Pokies is very small as well. So if it gets, like, 40 people or whatever, like, you're going to be like, oh, it's getting a little intimate now. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, like yeah. if, if it gets to that point, like, you got to have somewhere where you can go, all right, everybody else, go over here. You can socially distance over here. And just have, like, availability. I mean, it, it gets the logistics of the whole thing get harder, but it's not impossible. Right. So. Yeah, today is a Derby day. It's Liverpool and Everton. That is going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So it's 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 a big day for the return of football, for the return of Liverpool. Um, for me personally, I know I'm going to be watching at home. I'm going to watch with the sound up. So a lot. this has been a, a very contentious point for a lot of people, whether or not you want to go with the pumped-in crowd noise. Now, I feel like for me, it's okay because I'm playing FIFA. This is essentially going to be the same kind of audio. So hearing the, <laughs> yeah. the weird reactions, it's like it's not that big a deal. It's like a video game because they are literally using a EA Sports. They're using that audio, so oh, they got a dude on the mixer, and he's going to be pumping in the noise. So for me, it's like I'm used to this. <laughs> well, I didn't know they were sense. doing it from FIFA. That's interesting. But yeah, I, I think honestly, this this can you know talking point only matters for the people that regularly go to games, i.e. the people in England, because we watch it from TV all the time, obviously, because we live in Florida or, you know, or a pond yeah. away, so to speak. So I don't think it really matters because um, most of the time we hear the commentator anyway. Um, yeah. Although it is nice to hear, you know, it'll be interesting to see it when we play a home game, you know, whether they'll, they'll play, you'll never walk alone through the speaker because I think a home game without that, I think that that kind of just – I heard they're going to do something where like fans can like uh, basically it's like a poll, like what chant do you want to hear next? And fans mm-hmm. can vote. And then okay. like, they'll play that the recording of the crowd doing that chant or something like that. So I'm like, it's not even like we might lose that, you know, right. or like after the, the guy might know, okay, well after the Bobby from F, if Bobby scores, you got to play the Bobby chant or right. whatever. So, yeah, like, I think, like, it could still make sense. And if they do give the fans the ability to record it, that's sort of like a – it's almost like – or to control it, it's almost like augmented reality in a way. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's going to be interesting to see yeah. what happens. Uh, but, yeah, like, I, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm when I do watch at home, I go with the pumped-in crowd noise just because, like, I was a reporter for a long time. I've covered national team stuff. I've covered high school, college like local stuff and if there's no crowd noise that's what i feel like i'm watching it's like a u17's national team game where there's like 
20 people and a dog you know what i mean like watching it it's like someone scores a goal and you cheer yeah but did but honestly did anyone did it did anyone uh you guys watch the city arsenal game on wednesday yes yeah, well, I watched and you had the volume up. Did it feel any different to me? I didn't really. It, know it wasn't that bad. It, I mean, now let's be honest. The Etsy had. What does it normally sound like there? <laughs> this is yeah, true. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but but seriously, it doesn't sound that bad. It it's it's obvious that it's a beat off. It's it's not yeah, what you would yeah. normally hear because things like the ball going out for a corner. Normally, that gets people applauding, gets them standing up, like okay, we're anticipating something's about to happen. You don't get that ball. Yeah. Goes throwing after a crunching tackle you hear the oohs and ahs you don't get that right. it, 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 it's different it, it's certainly different but at the same yeah. time it's like you know it's better than nothing like yeah. we're literally getting we're literally getting like a, a quarter flipped at us when it's like yo we can use a few dollars but it's it's something better than nothing that's kind of the way i'm looking at it well sure. yeah I, I think you know we've all got to accept this isn't perfect it just kind of is what it is so uh, I'm into it. Uh, it's, it's the best solution that we can come up with in the circumstances. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. It's the best of all bad solutions, essentially. So, yeah. <laughs> best right, well, one final it. note while we're still on um, the television product. It, we kind of would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that it's not only going to look different during the game, but before the game and during the game as well, players on the back of their jerseys are going to be wearing Black Lives Matter, as Black Lives Matter has been – become a major movement not just here in the u.s but across the world players will be taking a knee before the game and we've seen the, the liverpool players have been very active players all across the premier league and all across the world have been very active in letting their voices be heard it's just one of those things where we, we we're, we're so localized to the u.s we kind of forget like in other countries they don't necessarily play their national anthem uh, before yeah. they get into kickoff they just go at the game so how different do you think that's going to look for the Premier League product for a lot of these teams where they're taking that moment, that, that show of solace before the game where we're used to the national anthem. That's not exactly the way they do things over in England and across the world. Are, are you guys expecting to see things come off as different or weird, or is it going to be something that's more just like respectful? We're kind of used to it. I mean, how are you guys kind of reading into how that's going to look? I think it'll be great. I think it's, um, you know, like when they do a memorial for a, a player who's passed or an owner or something, you know, where everybody kind of gathers around the circle and there's a whole minute silence. And over there, they don't do a moment and some jackass screams ha through half of it. It's like a legit dead silent. Like when we were there for the, I was there for the, as you can see in the background, for the Hillsborough 30 years. And it was, you know, a minute dead silence. And nobody did anything. Everybody, so I think it will be. It'll be respected, and it'll be something that, like, yeah, it'll be um, like it's supposed to be. I mean, you know, I'm glad to see the players and the clubs doing this. I'm glad to see the league take a stance that it's not just like the fact that they're going to have that on their shirt. I I want to believe that they really mean that. That like that this is something that they're going to get behind and support as an organization, as a league, as players everything on every level so it's uh I'm, I'm with it let's do it yes um let me just piggyback <laughs> on what you said so yeah i think it's fantastic agree with what you're saying but yeah let's hope it's not an empty i don't want lip because, service yeah because let's be honest it's very easy to do this 
uh, yeah. what they're doing. It's very easy to say for the first 72 matches or whatever, have the names on the back, do the knee, all this stuff. This is all great. This is all great first step. All great, yeah. But then it'll be interesting to see, you know, for example, six months from now, if the Premier League is doing the right things, like, for example, if Rashford and Sterling come out as leaders in this kind of movement in the England in the English League, if they, for example, want to do certain things, like I said, six months from now, will the Premier League help support that cause or whatever? But also, I'm really kind of excited and hoping that, from an American perspective, that our, our American sports take notice and say, okay, the Premier League did this, why, let's, let's follow that model. That's we can do it. Again, it's not difficult. You know, I don't want to call out the league, but we know the league in question, what I'm, what I'm referring to. They dropped the ball years ago on this. And uh, let's hope that, you know, going forward that they can, you know, they can do the right thing. Because, again, let, let's be honest, it's not, it's not difficult. Um, huh. And, you know, the people have spoken uh, now, as there is now, as you said, in the United States, but across the world. So, again, I just hope that, uh, you know, the platform that they have, it brings awareness to the issue and, and educates the right people that need to be educated and, and so on. So that you know, people are aware of the issue. And that's the most important thing is education is the first step, but this is a long road. You know, I hope people don't get it twisted that this is something that will be solved by Christmas. Not at yeah. all. So, um, no, and this is a first step in a long journey and I hope, you know, people get on board with that. So I'm yes, happy to I, see the Premier League, but now, no, go back to Liverpool. Liverpool did a great thing. And, you know, they were one of the first clubs, I think, to, to post something about that. You know, the players did the knee at practice and during training and so on. So, I'm happy to see our club, you know, uh, taking a big role in, in, you know, Jurgen Klopp. And I'll give credit to Ancelotti. They, they've all been saying the right thing. So uh, yeah. hats off to them as well. Yeah, I think, like, you and uh, Jarius re- or tweeted something the other day about, you know, um, I think it was a retweet, and somebody had said, uh, it, making Juneteenth a holiday is great, but that's not going to address the systemic problems within our corporate It, it helps you win a press conference. That's all that that's doing. That's all it's going to do, You get a do, good right? – little media bit but what's next exactly and i think we're all at this point now where it's like i don't want any empty gestures i don't want you to like it's great that you yeah i don't want your like no one what do we actually do yeah i mean like at the end of the day you need like some serious action and there's like the hashtag pull up or shut up on Instagram where we're talking about like, no, seriously, what are you doing? What does your workforce look like? Like when, when we talked about companies and people are demanding real change from the police. So I think we have to demand real change on every level. And it's just like, I hope that, like you said, that this isn't all just like a little show, mm-hmm. you know, it's got to be, be great from a, with, I mean, I think you work in marketing, so you should know better than me, David, but this is a great PR move. And, in a positive way. And I, I, I just don't want to be cynical about it. I try not to be cynical about it. But again, we'll know, we'll know, like I said, we'll know in time, the jury's still out, whether this is yeah. just a, an easy move or this is the, you know, they're doing the right thing, so to speak. So we'll know. I mean, but again, it's all positive for me, though. Yeah, yeah. To kind of round this out. I just think like, in a world where football players get the reputation of being clout chasers and just doing it for fame and all this kind of stuff, be a Marcus Rashford. Be a Raheem Sterling. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. I mean, those are two guys on clubs that we absolutely abhor. We cannot right, stand sure. watching those dudes on the pitch, but off the pitch, those are guys who are doing it the absolute right way. So it's just it, it's an uh, absolute like, pleasure to see the I'll young be honest, dudes out here. Rashford scores his next time oh, at Anfield. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, 
if if Man, if Man United go off and they lose the rest of their games in eternity, two one, but Rashford scores, I'm good with that. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm good with that. Hey, look, if Raheem really does want to come back, he's welcome in my book because I think that'd be a great signing. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to signings in, in a minute. Um, but before we do, um, and we move to a lighter subject. One thing that's been going around social media, right, um, as we've had too much time during quarantine and people just do all kinds of crazy stuff. We, we've seen face apps and face filters. And one that has been quite popular is football players as women, like male football players as, 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 as ladies. Um, do one of y'all want to take this? Um, <laughs> I, I say, honestly, I, uh, when I first saw it, I, th- I saw it on the feed and I thought, what the hell is this? And the first picture I saw was Jurgen Klopp. And I thought, oh, that actually makes sense. I can see that. (laughs) I was like, the facial right, this is, the software is working on this one, on this guy. But then you look at Bobby and I'm like, oh, that's just, that's the software dropped the ball on there, on that, on Bobby, because it's just like as if they put hair and then that's it. So there were certain (laughs) players where I feel like the software works. And then there are certain players that I feel like it was, you know, like me trying to dress them up. Like Mane didn't really go well. Yeah. Bobby, Genie, and then I think Mane didn't go well. But some of yeah, the other players, they all like still had their face. But, yeah. But there were a couple though that I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, please don't uh uh um, you know, explain that. I don't want I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know, you know. It was, it was weird. I was like, you see Hendo, you're like, like, oh, if you saw her out, <laughs> Dejan was like, oh well, uh, yeah, yeah. He has, he he's has, he has kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I have noticed. It's like for for some guys, it's just like when you take away the facial hair, you you have like a, a younger look to you, where it's like you look like a younger dude. Like the facial hair yeah. is what kind of gives you like your manly features, and if, especially if you have like longer eyelashes or something like that. You add a little hair, soften up the features a little bit. It's like, oh, that doesn't look too crazy. Like Cristiano Ronaldo was one where it's like, I saw that picture pop up. I'm like, actually, yeah, I can kind of see that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, this is what happens when you're on quarantine. You're like, this person that you're like, you know, you have like one thing of them in your mind and then this happens and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's 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 been an interesting few months without football and i think the fact that we're shipping players as women is the perfect reason for us to say thank god the football's back oh yeah my word let's just let's just get to the footy already <laughs> honestly oh uh, well before we <laughs> well before we get to the actual game that's going to happen later today liverpool and everton liverpool's future let's take a look real quick at um what we Will or maybe won't, or probably definitely, well, we definitely won't see. So Liverpool, we, we look at them as having not made too many moves in the recent past and having a little bit of money to spend. Timo Werner was a name that came up all throughout this quarantine and really all throughout the season as a guy that Liverpool should go and target. And Liverpool apparently had a lot of interest. He had interest with the club, mutual interest there, but he has decided to go in a different direction and Werner has signed with Chelsea. So David, let's start with you. Um, what, what are your kind of your, your, your takeaways from Werner not coming to Anfield, but instead going down to London? That's fine. 
But I, for me, I wasn't really, <laughs> I wasn't totally sold on him in terms of how he'd plug in. And then like, are you really, are, so are we letting someone go? Is this why we need him? Cause otherwise it's like a lot of money on a guy that's going to come in and play a backup role for me. I'd, you know, if they want to pay that much money, I don't think he makes them that much better because if you look at them this season, it's not like scoring goals has been their issue. They need a center back, right? Mm. Like that's their biggest problem is that their back line is a mess and they're giving up goals left and right. So they've done nothing to address that. So I don't know if this is actually making them a whole lot better at adding, unless their plan is to win every game six, five, I, you know, it's not going to change that much uh, for us are we short on goals not really and I think we do have a lot of good young talent coming through there's still a lot of players that we could go after so so let's say that we didn't get Werner but we get Jaden Sancho or we get Mbappe I mean I I still don't think that's going to happen but let's just say we get Jaden Sancho right okay well do I care about Werner at that point not really I mean it's fine (laughs) <laughs> I, I still think there will be signings coming in, but you know, you also have to square like we're not those clubs. We have a budget, we have a plan and we've shown that we can make it work. So for me, I just trust in whatever they're doing and we'll see what happens. But I do think we'll, I still think we'll make a signing. Uh, no, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed, man. I'm on the opposite end of that. So it is fine. If um, you're you're right in some respects, so like I don't, I, I wasn't sold on him either in the sense that I don't know how we were going to use him. But then I saw an article on BBC that basically said that he had an interview that I guess he Facetimed with Klopp on Easter. Mm-hmm. Random, that's cute. But um, that Klopp's plan was to play him once Salah and Mane went to the African Cup of Nations in January that he would slowly integrate him into the side and then he would be starting at that point because now i'm actually worried about that so then if we don't sign yeah, that's him, been delayed well right that's true that's true it's been delayed okay. <laughs> that changed. I know that part. but anyway so that so because part of the reason i think the other issue was not only the money was that he was also asking for trying to get guaranteed playing time so i'm sure Klopp was like no, hell guaranteed playing time what you talking that's about the thing is it, it, it's we'll not that, that. Or didn't want to come and play for Liverpool and play for Klopp. It's that he wanted playing time. You you think yeah. he's a dude in his early twenties who is, if not the next best thing in Germany, he's certainly at the, getting to the peak of his powers. And why would you go and take a backup role? He wouldn't be replacing Mohamed Salah. He would not be replacing Sadio Mane. He would not be replacing Bobby Firmino. He's taking Divock Origi's role. We yeah. we, we yeah. all think that Timo Werner is a little too good for that, right? Like we can agree on that, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So um, I'm just, I, just from my perspective, I'm uh, again, as David said that, you know, we are, we seem to be a well-run club. We seem to be, you know, doing this the right way again, from a business perspective, uh, you know, in, in the, in the, in the executive house and on, on the pitch. So I'm just worried if that means that they make, cause I, I mean, from a business perspective, I think that we won't sign anyone. I think that if we sign someone, it's gotta be, like if people, like if, for example, if we sell sell Shakiri and Origi, then only then can we buy some. I, I, what I'm trying to say is, I think our net transfer has to be in and around the the zero number, and so that's what I'm worried about. Because what makes me worried 
is if we do that and then for example city goes out and spends 250 million pounds then you know where are we then um that's the only thing that makes me worried but from this particular player i don't i'm not too worried from that respect because i think honestly minamino given some time i think he can play a similar role uh and do the same things and give out and hopefully give us the same numbers um but yeah i'm just concerned from you know about oh what will others do in relation to what we will do um if that makes any sense so so yeah i'm just you know and then also from a future perspective i'm worried that werner werner is going to be a buvach and a fakir issue meaning if we lose a game in october next year oh it's because we don't have werner we don't have it's because we didn't sign him it'll always be something like that you know there'll always be one of those ones and and because of the way we run our business the club's business i think that someone's always going to come up with a name. You know, I can remember when people were like, oh, it's because we didn't get Lacazette or so. I can't even remember some of them, but, you know, it, we've always done this. Right. At the end of the day, we've got a, they've got a plan. And when it comes to the future, you know, you got to look younger, right? Well, right now out on loan, you have uh, Grujic out in Germany playing well been a part regular part of that uh, Berlin team I think he'll probably come back we don't know what his role will be but maybe he frees up someone to do something else you've got Rian Brewster just scored two goals in the championship yesterday so I you know young talents these aren't nobodies uh Harvey Elliott's developing you've got then we still uh, have Wilson what are we gonna do with him Wilson yeah I mean maybe you don't sell him then and then you just have a free kick specialist so there's, there's a lot of different things at play, and we've got all these different irons in the fire, so to speak, players developing. You've got two good young center backs developing. It's, it's not always that you have to go spend money. It's sometimes it's that you have to make the most of what you have. And so it could be that, or maybe we sell those players. We've got a lot of young players on loan. You've got you know Harry Wilson at Bournemouth. Do we sell him to raise some money? That gives us more funds in the transfer market if we want. Or do you bring him back and maybe you have a free kick specialist working around, you know, if Shakiri goes? Uh, you know, do you bring a Ram Brewster who just scored two goals for Swansea yesterday and, and it's looking pretty good? We all think he has a very bright future. Klopp believes that he has a very bright future. Um, you got Marco Grujic over at Hertha Berlin who's been starting regularly, playing a lot, playing well. Uh, does he then come back and maybe free up somebody to do something a little bit different? So you don't know what the, the side will look like. And like Derry said, you know, Minamino, you have, we don't even know what he could be yet because he hasn't really settled in. Nabi Cage is just starting to click, maybe look good. I think he might be in today's starting 11, who knows? Uh, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of things at play. And, you know, I wouldn't even think of it too much like losing Werner as, um, you know, Chelsea, they took Salah from us. Maybe they're just – Werner's going to follow the same track. Don't worry. He'll be a bust, and then we'll get him two years from now when he's really in his prime. <laughs> David, David, I mean, I got to say, you – you one in, you're calming me down, you know, putting me in the right. Like, in my head, I know you're right. In my head, like, logically, I'm like, okay, this is – you're right. But then my feeling brain is like, no, no, the exact opposite. I'm, I'm like, I'm on edge. I'm freaking out here. I needed an anxiety pill. Don't get all um, up in your feelings, bro. <laughs> I know, it's just, you know, I'm in tune with my feelings. I'm an emotional guy, you know, I'm sensitive. I've yeah, learned. but Andrew, like, I, I think for a lot of us, we look at it and we have been hearing for months and months and months from a lot of respective journalists who know Liverpool inside and out, oh, it's a done deal. This is happening. They're just, they're just hammering out, like, the exact dollar amount. But Timo Werner, Liverpool, done deal. 
and then Chelsea swoops in. So the fact that it was such a, 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 a done deal, it felt like this is in stone. It's just sign on the dotted line. Another, it's the whole uh, club's Chelsea to come in. It's like, oh, yeah, it's okay. not necessarily a Fakir situation, but it, it's similar in some regards in that way that, you know, we heard the same thing about Fakir, you know, like this is going to be a done deal and stuff. I mean, again, I'm not too worried about missing this particular player. I'm worried what it means for the rest of the transfer season. I'm just worried that based on, you know, the virus and everything else and finances that we're not going to sign anyone unless, of course, we, we have to – we this might be a transfer fee season where we have to sell first before we buy. And that's all I'm worried about because, again, you know, I, I want to win the double because next year, let's assume the virus is, you know, under control and everything, and next season we win the league again, then we can have a proper celebration, a proper thing, and that's that's what I want. But if, you know – well, maybe we can't win that season unless we buy the certain players that we may need to fill in the certain holes. And that's all. That's all. That's why I'm, I just, you know, <laughs> I want it well, all, kids. I want I want my Christmas presents, you know. That's that's all. How vital has Shakiri been, really? I mean. Yeah, two so goals against goes. United that were deflected. Well, yeah, yeah was that the same even... season or was that last season? That was oh, last season. Yeah, that was last season. So, no, I mean. I mean, does I he get what you're saying? Players. But then. Okay, we talked earlier about the African Cup of Nations. Has that been uh, postponed? Yeah. yeah. Do you know when? Outside of no. the season? <laughs> or is it indefinitely? Or like they, they have I have no idea. All no. international competitions are basically TBA right now. Okay. Well, then that's the case. Then I'm worried less because, you know, that's a month of, you know, Salan, Mane, and Keita. Bye-bye. So, you know, you, you're talking about three offensive players there, right? So... Um, sure. Yeah. And all right. Yeah, so this kind of brings me to my other point with um, the way that things are going to go in the transfer market this summer. It could be a very quiet one because a lot of clubs are going through the same thing. Remember, Liverpool were one of the, the teams that initially furloughed staff. That, that means that they're looking at, OK, cutting all costs as possible, letting the government pay in. And of course, people spoke up and said the right thing that no, we're not about that. Don't take the government money that can go to much better resources, other, other places. So Liverpool aren't exempt from that. That, that doesn't mean um, – clubs aren't exactly just sitting on this huge gold mine. They're not Scrooge McDucking it up. Like, they have, a, they have a lot of money coming in, but they also have a lot of money going out in expenses. So we can't look at it from the perspective that they just, they're sitting on a, a, a huge reserve. So um, there, there, there is a legitimate chance that a lot of clubs may be – They just may not spend money this summer. Now, one reason why this kind of makes me feel icky as it's Chelsea that comes in and makes this move, you got to kind of like put a a couple of the dots together when you look at Chelsea specifically. Chelsea hadn't been able to spend for the last couple of windows, really this past winter and last summer, um, because they had a transfer ban imposed on them. And the transfer ban was related to really misusing and misappropriating a bunch of kids and trying to get them to transfer in into their whole loan system. We, are, we obviously know how their farm system works where they get kids in, get them up, sell them off, whatever, whatever it is. But they had, they had illegitimate practices going with that. So it's mm-hmm. relation to kids and, and, and they're kind of icky. That, that's kind of, that's kind of a, a weird situation in itself. And that's part of the reason why they're able to afford Timo Berger right now, because they haven't gone out and spent, big in the last few transfer windows one yeah, in, they yeah, had a transfer ban point, and the last then, one wasn't really going anything going on 
So now with Timo Werner, they're the ones that were able to be opportunists. That's one reason why they have a little bit of money to spend because they haven't made a big splash in the last year and a half. So it, right. it, it, it feels like they're kind of taking advantage of a, of a bad situation for everyone else. It's a down market. So they're able oh. to legitimately go in and not have a bidding war. They're just like, well, United, y'all can't spend. Liverpool, y'all can't spend. We can. So yeah. that's kind of where we are with Timo Werner. So it's like, for me, it's just like Chelsea gets to win off of that. And it's like, ugh. Doesn't, yeah, and doesn't then to your good. point, I think, I, think, I think I saw this in an article or a podcast that uh, for Chelsea's perspective, I think they're getting a, a, a big payment from the, uh, the Hazard money from Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. But I think they're getting paid this year, like this, the same amount of money, like the 60 million pounds or something like that. Because, you know, when you buy someone for 150 million pounds, you don't all get it in, you know, J- July 1st. You, you know, they, they, they do installments, right? You know, they do layaway. So I think that's also part of it. So, but no, Chelsea, that's a good yeah. point. That Hazard going out has freed up that money, additional money as well. And the spot, obviously, where yeah. Timo can but I think the only play. clubs that will be able to spend are the Chelsea's and the PSG's and the Real Madrid's of the world. Well, Real Madrid and Barcelona are a different case because they can just say, hey, government, give me some money, and then, you know, they'll get it. So Allegedly. Allegedly speaking. Yeah, that's right. Allegedly, right? I don't want to spread fake news. But, um, yeah, it, it's unfortunate. We'll see. We'll see. But, you know, we it's not like we didn't know this before. I mean, Liverpool has never been a, a Real Madrid or PSG from a financial perspective. So, obviously, we, we've done something right if we won a Champions League last year and we're going to win the league this year. So, I, I'm not saying that we can't be – you can't get out of this crisis on top. It's just like I like to be in a more comfortable position, drinking my ties with yeah. an umbrella. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like biting. We wanted we wanted to be like we wanted to be like football manager, where you can just like stack up all the money and then go full Death Star and buy every team's best. Player. Yeah, I, I want to want to do. I want it to be. Yeah, you it's know, never like, gonna happen. So yeah. <laughs> it's never gonna yeah, happen. Never happen. But we want happen. that. <laughs> you know, uh, we just have to deal with it. You know. I just have to breathe. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Right, David? It'll be fine? Yeah, it'll be fine. Tell me it's going to be okay. manager in the world, so he'll make it work. He'll find ways to make it work. Yeah, for sure. Hey, man, your, your, club, your club doesn't go and shopping at Gucci. They go to Costco. Just You got to get that in your head. <laughs> I love Costco. I love Costco. <laughs> I was just at Costco yesterday, man. They got good gas. Um, All right, guys. Yeah, we got a game Stop coming off. up. Let's get on to the football. We got a game right, coming up. Let's, let's forget All talking right. about the, the the stuff that could or could not happen. Yeah. Football is happening. Liverpool, Everton, it's back. How good? How bad? I mean, what what are we kind of expecting for for the on field product? What is this going to um, look like? Three nil. Yeah. 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 I think we beat um, them handily. <laughs> yeah. No, because I I you know one part of me thinks it's going to be cagey because you know uh you know. Not everyone's back to speed, blah, blah, blah. But then another thing is they have a lot of injuries. Walcott's out. Yerimina's out. Schneiderlin's out. You know, I feel like... That's the foundation for their excuses. Yeah. That's what that right? is. Right? So, <laughs> however, on the one hand, you know, looking at the Bundesliga, right, it seems like the best team are, are winning, meaning mm-hmm. that home field advantage doesn't really take into account anymore. Um, I can't remember where I saw an article that statistics were talking about um, that home field advantage gap that typically you would see is shortening, right? So what I mean is over the past several seasons, we've scored like once there. I think we, I think the last time we scored was 16-17 when Mane scored that, that winner, right? So 
Yeah. We haven't played particularly well there recently. But again, that might, what I'm saying is that might be thrown out the window because of what's going on, right? There will be no fans, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, and the, the part that you got to think about too is, all right, yeah, the fans affect the players, but you know who else they affect? The referee. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So like the officiating may change just a bit and feel right. a little bit different and maybe, you know, things that wouldn't normally go your way in an away ground like a Goodison Park or an Old Trafford, suddenly you're getting that call. So It's yes. human nature because if you see a foul out of the corner of your eye, but you're not entirely sure, well, was that a fair challenge? I don't know. Let it go. You hear the crowd, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, no. That, it does happen. You yeah, do have sure. referees who get influenced. Not to say that they're making bad calls off of it. It's just it's something where – if it's a 50-50, then, yeah, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll go with and that. And you know, VAR won't be used, as we saw in the first game back. We still have not it's figured out the technology. It's supposed to be used. Just... Oh, no, but that wasn't VAR. That was the, that was the goal <laughs> line. The goal line tech, tech, but you could have yeah, stepped in line, with yeah. VAR. Huh? You know? It was goal line technology, but they could have stepped in with VAR. Oh, yeah, for it. sure. That was, a, that was a mess up on that part, yeah. Because they forgot to turn the goal line tech on. Like, was that um, really what happened? Yeah, it was something like that. Along those lines. <laughs> yeah. So, but from the game, from but back to the game though. Um, yeah. So from that perspective, I think we'll be fine. So you're taking the injuries, you're taking the home field advantage, taking away, so to speak. And then our my faith in our boys. You know, we I know it's Blackburn, but we we still won six zero against Blackburn. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking a solid three nil. I think we put on Harvey Elliott at like the 75th minute, 85th minute. He'll get some minutes, you know. It'll be a, it'll be a nice day. It'll be a nice day. Well, and like, what if what all it was needed? Take a player like Kada. Maybe all he needed was like a few months to like not do anything but like study English and just heal. Yeah, maybe that's all he needed. I'm thinking yeah, he I mean, starts. I'm hoping he starts. I want to see. Look, him look, looking at yeah, looking at like Arsenal in their first couple of games back, where they've had just uh, I mean a ton of injuries to the point where. David Luiz going on and just making two bonehead mistakes is like the least of their problems. They're looking at Bird Leno. He may be out for a while. Like a lot of a lot of guys coming back in in not great shape just because it's it's a layoff coming back in, not a full training camp after three months off. Like you do kind of worry a little bit about that. Um, having the five subs, I think, will certainly be a positive impact uh, to make sure that you can kind of mitigate um, guys going out and playing through a kind of a bum hamstring or anything like that. But I, I am interested in seeing, like, our guys going to be out there playing 100%. Um, I mean, four guys who have been just kind of dealing with knocks throughout the year, like Nabi Keita. I mean, don't forget, Mohamed Salah has had to deal with some injuries uh, recently. Sayo Mane early in the year had been playing through it. But, I mean, these are guys who don't get time off. And now three months off is, I mean, an incredible, incredible oh amount God. of recovery they haven't time. Had so, that, they haven't had that since they were kids. Yeah, yeah it, maybe it could be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, like as Klopp says, I think, you know, we have the mentality monsters, right? So I think I think uh, their time off, sure, you know, heal and all that. I think what I'm trying to say is I think they'll be in much better shape than some of the Arsenal players. I just think that Fair that enough. championship mentality, that winning mentality that they've, they've bred into this side or that Klopp has bred into this side, I think that will – that will show through their, their fitness level as well. Um, so at least that's what I'm hoping, you know. Um, but again, that doesn't mean that, you know, we play everyone, you know, we play Salah for 90 minutes, you know, no, you utilize the five subs, take advantage of those water breaks, et cetera, et cetera. So I think we'll be fine. 
I'm just hoping for a nice, comfortable two to three nil win today. I don't want to be stressed out. It's a Sunday. It's Father's Day. Yeah. You know, it's all <laughs> I want. I want, like I said, I want my ties. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So look at what this game could look like as far as personnel goes. What are we thinking for a starting 11? Andrew, you want to kick it off? Sure. I mean, I think it picks itself. Um, so the back five picks its. Oh, no. Ooh. Actually, do you put in Gomez or Matip? Oh, or remember, Matip? Robertson has been little, little knocked up uh, as far as an injury. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But he's, I read today on BBC that. Clear to play. He, yeah. He's, he'll be back. So I'm going to put in. Um, Matip. Um, then for for midfield three, I want to see Fabinho, Hendo, and Keita. That's what I want to see. Do I think that that's what I will see? No, but I want to see that. Mm-hmm. So this is my preferred eleven. And then what's your first? Yeah, preferred. Yeah. And then the front three is the front three. So there you go. That's what I want to see. But yeah, I got to pick the uh, largely the same thing, except I'm going to go with Gomez instead of Matip. But other than that, yeah, everything you, you hit it on the head. So, yeah, I but think my is, preferred is Ox, is Ox is Ox ready to go. I haven't, I haven't. Yeah. Asked you. Okay, mm-hmm. so because in an ideal world, my prefer my FIFA eleven would have would be Keita and Ox up top with Fabinho. But you know, we don't we don't live in FIFA land. So, um, but yeah, I hope one day I'll see that on a on a you know in a game. But I don't think that that messes up the balance. I think. But anyway. But from a yeah. scoring, like a entertainment perspective, I think that would be fun. Oh, it's going to be fun to watch because we're going to get to, we're probably going to get to see it at some point during this return. Yeah, especially to after we win the title and we're playing, I don't know, Newcastle or whatever. I, you know, why not? The thing is, I think we'll probably still see Genie in the lineup just for his experience. So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's true too. I know. It's, it's tough. It's a tough squad to break into. That's why we don't need that many signings, Andrew. I know. I know. <laughs> that's not my feeling brain, man. You you can't convince my feeling brain that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, mean, I have a sneaking I have a sneaking suspicion that we might not see Robertson or Salah start just because they've kind of had a little injury concern mm-hmm. because again I think we can kind of all agree Liverpool are a couple goals better than Everton at least yeah like yeah. If, I mean, if both teams are first, playing where they should yeah the first game we beat them with like you know Shakiri. <laughs> It will be fine. It was it was Shakiri and it was Divakarigi. It was actually yeah, I think it was the same yeah. lineup oh that they God, had against Barcelona. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, so the eleven I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with, of course, Allison and goal. Trent Gomez, Van Dyke. I'll put Milner in just because I don't. If if Robertson is a concern, mm, just, yeah, put in Milner, just let yeah. him let him work his way back in. Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum, and then. Give me Divock Origi. He scores a goal against Everton, man. So give me Divock. Give me Mane. Give me Bobby. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I like that. I like that. All right. So after we kind of, you know, sort things out with the Premier League, today's game against Everton, and then next you have Crystal Palace, and then (laughs) just sort of the 4th of July, by the way, is when they play against Manchester City. So go ahead and wrap that into your footballing mind. But from Man City on, assuming Liverpool pick up these next six points, nothing really else to play for other than maybe getting over 100 points and setting a record. But as far as what else they can earn, as far as trophies, nothing left. So what would those remaining seven games look like for Liverpool? Uh, for me, I think, you know, Klopp's not real big on records. He doesn't really care. 
And I don't know is like, obviously you have to keep the squad sharp because I don't know how much off season it will be. I think we're going to have a pretty quick turnaround Maybe two, uh, once weeks. they wrap it up. So you want to keep everybody in shape, but I do expect to see Harvey Elliott's. I do expect to see uh, lots of Navigato, lots of, uh, you know, Nico Williams and Divock Origi and trying to keep these players sharp as well. I think it'll almost feel like a preseason to us. So, I mean, I'm cool with that. I actually want to see that just because, you know, the boys work hard enough. They, they really had pushed themselves to extremes to get to this point. So actually this little break and then a, a nice long preseason sets us up beautifully for the future. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Andrew wants records. Yes. No. Okay. 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 All it's not of about the points. my feeling brain this time. It's I'm going to back it up with something. So I just saw this morning a, an interview with Trent and he basically said, no, we want to win. Obviously we want to win the title. But we want we want the records. We want this. We want we want everything. So I see what you're saying, and I completely agree with you. I think they'll be mixing of the Elliots of the world and the Origis and all that, and I and I definitely want to see that. However, to your point, that if if the the season is a quick turnaround, we got to keep these players in shape. Um, I think we can afford to do it over a seven game period to where we can see Harvey Elliots and so on. But I think. If the boys are hungry enough and healthy enough, he's going to play them. But we also have five subs. So he can take off a Bobby at 60 minutes and put in a Minamino. But I think Bobby will still start the game. You see what I'm saying? And, yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm going to go – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a basketball thing. So recently I saw the Last Dance documentary about Michael Jordan and, and all that. And I'm not a basketball person at all. I don't know anything about basketball. And it was just so amazing to me that Michael Jordan and his in his winning mentality, you know, him basically saying, look, you got to do your job and I expect you to do your job or you need to get the hell out of here. If you can't be on my level, you don't belong here. And I think that kind of winning, winning mentality, I think that Klopp maybe doesn't, he's, maybe he's not tyrannical, maybe as, as Jordan seemed to be in that documentary, but I think he, he has a similar one. Uh, uh, similar mentality, and I think he's embedded that into into the squad. So I think they're going to want the points. They're going to want to to set a statement to the to the Man Cities of the world and say, look, you know, we're not going nowhere. You know, we're not resting on our laurels. We, you know, we're ready to go. Sure, we don't have a trophy to play for. We want it, but we want to show you that next year this is exactly what you're going to get. So I, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. But again, I would love to see them to go to have Salah go, you know, go on a little vacation and sit my ties for a little bit while Harvey Elliott, you know, and Minamino take the take the reins. But I don't know if we'll see that is my point. I think we'll see a little bit of both. Well, I mean, to your point about Jurgen Klopp's mentality, um, he believes in two things. Competition. He is a competitionaholic. Sports science. He is a big believer in sports science. So he's going to have a balanced approach. So that's kind of what I'm expecting to see. So it's not going to be a fully rotated side. We're not going to see just the kids going out there uh, against one of the teams, like against, say, Newcastle or something like that. But it's also not going to be 90 minutes from your starters. So it's going to be a, a balance. So I think we'll see sides that are a little bit of a mix, kind of like what you see in maybe the FA Cup, where you get like a couple of starters and a couple of youngsters. You get like a bit of a balance. That's kind of what I'm expecting. 
Um, but at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I want to see Curtis Jones against like actual real competition, not just against, you know, these crap teams like MK Dons or Everton or something like that. I want to see him against real competition, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would like to see like Minamino, uh, Keita, Jones. That's uh, how they're going to grow. Elliot versus, versus Chelsea versus Arsenal. Yeah. Cause we still play them. Right. So exactly. I think we have won the title by then. Yeah. yeah. So God, it, it, I hope so. Great. It's a great situation <laughs> to be in. Yeah, yeah for sure. David. Yeah, these are good problems to have. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, I mean, it's going to be certainly um, a different looking Premier League. It's going to be a different looking Liverpool squad. It's going to be a different looking footballing landscape over the next few months and protect, um, perhaps longer. So we're not, we're not entirely sure what it's going to be, how long it's going to last, but I, I do about where Liverpool is as they go into the, the near and um, extended future. I mean, how do yeah. you have Yeah, no. I, I'm not – long-term, I'm fine. It's just short-term, I'm stressed. Short-term, you're we'll freaking fine. You want them to buy everybody. I want, I want everyone. I want, I want Mbappe 2021. I want it all, but I know we can't Mbappe, get Mbappe, you want Sancho. No, no, I don't want <laughs> Pandemic's even... the best thing to happen, man, because now we're going to get Mbappe on a free. <laughs> yeah i don't know it'd be interesting i i'm just i'm just waiting and seeing i know I, i'm freaking out prematurely but you know we'll see what we do i'm i'm very interested i'm just worried i always think worst case scenario that's why but um yeah no but for the next few matches you know uh, i'm just so excited we're gonna we're gonna win the title and and, and all that stuff that's just gonna be and then i can give shit to all my other friends <laughs> yep. you know overseas you know my arsenal friends my chelsea friends hell my brother-in-law is like a pseudo man united fan so i'm gonna bring you know bring that in his face you know all that kind of stuff so i'm i'm definitely excited about all that and i hope i think every, i think i can speak the same for everyone in saying that so yeah david last lasting thoughts David, or me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you want to? <laughs> uh, last thoughts. Uh, just enjoy it. Be safe. Wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> try to socially distance if you go out. But no matter what, just enjoy this because you know you only break a thirty-year duck once, and yeah. our time's here. Thank God it's a project restart happened, and we're going to get the opportunity, and things went canceled or voided or anything or there's yeah, no, no asterisk necessary everything's going to get played so i just intend to enjoy this i hope everybody else does too yeah. happy father's day to all the dads out there absolutely i think i think the important thing is to just find someone to celebrate with i'm going to celebrate it with my guy sadio mane here you know, <laughs> this is who i'm kicking it with i was wondering the whole time what the hell is that <laughs> oh man that's hilarious i love it you got to find ways to entertain yourself during this whole quarantine period. But football is back. Let's yeah. rejoice and let's watch the champions of England and the champions of the world back in action. Okay, appreciate you guys. And Andrew, David, thanks guys. Thank you for having me. All right. <laughs> Peace, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.